0: Is up, people, and welcome back to the Highline Podcast. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. And this is the weekend where the biggest fixture in English football takes place. Sunday, four thirty, Anfield. It doesn't feel it. It doesn't feel it. One one side of the one side of the coin is not really bringing up its weight another horror show midweek in terms of pride for Manchester United in terms of even, you know, I, I, I watched, sorry, I'm going to go straight into it. Cause I have, I watched that on Tuesday, crash out dead last of their group. And I watched what I watched at St. James's park on Wednesday. Again, Newcastle dead last in the group out of Europe. And I, I, come on here and I go to everyone I speak to and I, with, with my chest, I say, English Premier League, by a mile, the best, highest quality league in the world. There's no one comes close. I almost laugh, dismiss other leagues. And I took a look at Manchester United, I took a look at Newcastle. Newcastle, not as much. Look, they're, they're still growing. They only got taken over there two years ago. But I look at Manchester United and not just this season, but throughout the years, the record in Europe and they have done nothing nothing in the past decade no team in Europe would fear man united in the champions league why would you it, it, it's it's a horror show i think the best is quarter final and that was the year that, that manchester united barely got past psg with all manager bounce and they got pounded by barcelona then i mean you just wouldn't, and and the showing they showed in the Champions League, I believe, the the most goals conceded in a group stage from from an English team in the history of the competition. I mean, I I don't know. It's it's quite embarrassing for not just Manchester Manchester United, but for the the actual Premier League. The showing that that United in particular have put in to the Champions League, not like I said, not just not just this year, but in years gone by. They're almost taking up a spot for someone who might compete better, but I think it's this way because this is the cycle of Man United. They can be good one year and maybe maybe bad for two years, and it's in those that one year that they're in the competition. They're coming off their good year because that's obviously the year they're that they're that they qualified. So I think if last year we could have actually United could have maybe produced something in Champions League, but again this year they've just gone five steps back again. And it's so embarrassing for the league. It's 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 a, it's a horror show. And
1: what, what do you think? Um, I drive home the point. Every point that you've made there is spot on, valid. But I think on a technical level, the consequences of United and Newcastle crashing out of the Champions League rock bottom is that fifth place in the league going through the five teams going through to the Champions League this season looks yeah. in jeopardy now
0: yeah. because
1: it's all based on yeah. teams the league's performance so you're saying because because
0: Man United and Newcastle haven't gone further in the competition yeah. it'll reduce the actual there, there, the be, chance
1: that's in jeopardy now that whole the top five in the Premier League going through because they don't deserve it Not it's not only that it's they have a, they have a ranking grading system yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other leagues are outperforming the Premier League at the minute But in terms of Manchester United Football Club you said that no no team in Europe fears them. No no team in England even fears them. I mean if the FA Cup draw came out they're playing Wigan I think away. Wigan will be like Wigan will probably probably be up for it because they think I think anyone can get at that team. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't know I don't know what the future has in store for Eric Ten Hag, but I'm actually
0: gonna play Devil's But here
1: the future the future for Manchester United football club is what the focus should be on. It shouldn't be on Eric Ten Hag, in my opinion. Yes, he's made mistakes. I don't think I'll be the first person to say that Eric Ten Hag is not devoid or exempt yeah. from criticism he's made mistakes he's made calls that have put his career essentially in jeopardy I mean playing Scott McTominay week in week out when you have one of the most technically gifted midfielders I think I have seen at his age at this rate fucking play him do play you, a do you know, can I, can
0: I can I come back to you on that right because I'm going to play a bit of Devils advocate here right I, and this is stemming from because today I was doing some research and I and I looked up, Sky Bet's odds. For the next manager to be sacked in the Premier League. Now Steve Cooper is the favorite to be sacked next. And you look, in my mind, he's he's one foot out the door. It, it, the, the news broke that if if he if he lost to Wolves the last day, he was gone. So he's he's done. So Steve Cooper's that, walking a tightrope. That's rope. the level. He that's the level Steve Cooper's at, and I mean. Right, almost on par with Steve Cooper Is Eric Ten Hag To be sacked Now the next in line is Roy Hodgson A mile away from those two on 8-1 to So it's basically Ten Hag and Cooper According to the odds From Sky Bet and the market They're done and, and, and it got me really thinking Okay, what, how, can, how can this be? How can, how can Ten Hag be so under this Cataclysm of pressure? That's Manchester United. But I get that. But then I look, okay, why are Manchester United doing so much worse this season? So looking, or feeling like at least, the feeling around we're doing so much worse United are than, than last season. And I just want to just, I'm going to give you a list, right? So Manchester United play Liverpool at Anfield on Sunday. Sunday where if it's a bad beaten, it's not looking good. For and I just want to give you the potential absentees. So these are players who are either injured, sick, or not available for this game, right? Casimiro, Christian Eriksen, Terrell Malacia, Lisandro Martinez, Bruno Fernandez suspended, Mason Mount, Victor Lindelof, Jadon Sancho. Amad Diallo, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, Anthony Martial, and Marcus Rashford. And it's most of last season's starting team. Now, that's most of last season's starting team that that performed so well, right? And then I think, that, that list is so bad. Yeah. And I remember, you're going to Anfield anyway. That list is so bad that Sunday should nearly be excused for any other club, in any other fixture. With a list like that, going to Anfield, you're excused. You're absolutely excused. All you're looking for is a team to go out there and try. The result is not even important. It honestly, if to any other club, but I'm thinking here. List, like when I look at that list, and I'm saying, how can anyone expect anything other than a a loss, a pretty poor loss, on Sunday? In my mind, it doesn't affect anything. It does not show anything to Ten Hag. The team he's going to put out is not going to be a Ten Hag team. He doesn't have it. Doesn't have a starting team. Almost the whole starting team is gone. Yeah. He, he only found out about Maguire on Tuesday Luke Shaw on Tuesday Unsure on Martial and Rashford Because they both fell ill this week And Bruno got suspended On last Saturday So this is within a week of the game He's found out about those All of them are starters Martial maybe not But all of them are starters So he, all the training he's doing And everything he's doing in the week He doesn't even know who's available of half his team, that's half his outfield players. That's not just a disadvantage. You're, you, that's all, almost mission impossible. So I cannot figure how out. I, I'm not even going into the fact that they're that they've been taken over. People in the hierarchy don't even know who has jobs or not. And when that's going to be put through, I can't figure out how he's under
1: pressure. I'm going to play devil adv- devil's advocate here too. The team. Ange Postacoglu put out at the Etihad against City. Would you say that's an Ange Postacoglu team? No. But they dis- played a distinct Ange Postacoglu way of football. Yeah, that's the argument I have with it.
0: I'm going to go back on that again, right? I, I'm going to go back, and I want—I actually am not. I want to he- hear. Do you agree with this? Honestly, do you agree? Okay. Eric Ten Hag's style of play. And this is stemming from a Yapstam interview I listened to recently. And he, he would know, he would watch Ajax when Ten Hag was really, really good at Ajax um, a couple of years ago. Eric Ten Hag's style of play and Ange Postacoglu's style of play require completely different minerals. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it this way I feel like lower quality players. Can play Ange Postacoglu's style of style of play because it's extremely gung ho, high energy, attack, attack, attack. You get a very, very simple high line in terms of defensive formation, and it's a very, very. And I've seen them play good football. I'm not, I'm not taking away from that that you don't need good players for it, but Spurs do have good players going forward. Ten Hag is so methodical. From this is not even going from United because he has not played this way for United. As Yapstam has said, he's never seen Yapstam play the IX way yet. It's so methodical from the back, through midfield, up to the strikers. Such intricate pass and that I, I think you need a lot of technically gifted players to play the Eric Ten Hag style of play. So with how riddled that squad is right now, it's an impossible task. So impossible in my mind that I don't think he's even trying to play the Eric Ten Hag style of play. Which is why I think when you go and watch Manchester United... You do not see an identity because he's trying to just get through this horrific period of injuries and get some results and not be out of it come
1: March. But I think for a long term project that Man United are seeking, they need a manager that will come in, has his way of playing, and he does not care who he's playing against. He plays that way. You look at De Zerbe, who comes into Brighton. He plays the way he wants to play, he doesn't care who he's playing against. Pascoglu comes into Spurs. He plays the way he wants to play, he doesn't care. United, for years United never tailored to the opponent. Like, Brighton don't tailor to the opponent. No. Spurs don't tailor to the opponent. No. So why can't United... United play every game in fear. In fear. And I don't... That could be a character in the team yeah. problem. Yeah. It could be... And I get the pressure on the manager of Man United is greater than any job. Maybe Real Madrid rivals it. But you need to have, he's been in the job 18 months and he still does, and I know he only has two trainings between games because he's had such a tough schedule with games in the 18 months he's been in charge. There's been games in and out every two games, every two days. He's
0: also said he's not played his, his preferred 11 this season yet.
1: Cool. Postacoglu hasn't had his best 11 since the first month. Hmm. I don't think he can make those excuses anymore. When I'm looking around at weaker teams with less money spent and managers coming in, grabbing the team by the neck and saying, yeah. this is how we're playing. I don't care how many injuries we have, who we're playing against. We're play- This is my way of playing and we're playing that way. Because that's the only way to develop. That's why there's no development going on. Those players don't know week to week, game to game. What way are we playing this week, lads? Yeah. Are we gonna sit in? Are we gonna want to control the ball? Are we gonna want to hit them on the counter? I don't think they know what the hell they're doing. This well, it certainly looks like they don't know what the hell they're doing. Where I would And I and I, I don't want to take away from he has a lot of injuries to deal mm. with. Like
0: Like the, 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 but do you see I agree with everything you said, but do you see the point I'm making how how can how can Sunday even fucking matter. I
1: said last episode, United don't matter anymore this season. It's over. The club is over. Until can't, that can't be the case. You have to understand it that. It can't be the case. Obviously, United are a talking point every single game, every single week because of what they are, what they represent. And they haven't represented the club with dignity in the last... Decade. Decade, as you said. So... United are, all, are the most followed club in the world. They're the most scrutinised club in the world. They're always, they attract clicks. They attract attention. The media is going to be on your case. That's what you get when you join. You sign up for that. You've got to be able, you've got to know that's what you're getting yourself into. So, Ten Hag, I have sympathy for him. I really do. He's doing jobs that he shouldn't be doing. He has endless injuries with no end in sight. And this is another side note that there are reports coming out that he's training them too hard and he's running them too hard yeah, And more reports in training. That,
0: they're, that they're going through their medical department and yeah. getting them rid as well.
1: Yeah. So the club... It's a mess right now. I don't know what more can be said about the club. I think you have to... I think you can only judge them now when the new regime is in place and what they do. That's yeah. the next...
0: That's, where we have to start That's the to next
1: point of interest is what Jim Ratcliffe is going to do when he goes in there. What people is he going to appoint? What decisions are those people going to make? Because they're going to sit, they have no doubt they have a big plan here. They need a big plan. But they have to. And they're going to sit Ten Hag down. They're going to outline this plan to him. And Ten Hag could say, I don't agree with this plan. I don't think this is going to work. I want to keep doing things. I want to do it a different way. Like Ten Hag might be in, Ten Hag and Ratcliffe might see eye to eye. Ten Hag didn't see eye to eye with Rangnick. The plan was Rangnick was to come yeah, in, yeah, yeah. and oversee all the recruitment and the sporting department and get them back. And Ten Hag didn't like him, didn't see eye to eye with him. You don't know that for a fact. It could be
0: that it could. Be, in my from what I've read, Rangnick wanted an overhaul, and the powers that be at Man United, who give the yes, no, maybe didn't want an overhaul. I get that too. So I would actually
1: more suggest... It but when Ten Hag walked into that club, he had all the control in the world. He was the man. They were giving him everything. Mm. If Ten Hag turned around and said, I want Rangnick, I'm sure they would have kept. Yeah, true. So, if but Ratcliffe has to come in and he has to over, overhaul that sporting department. They need to take the responsibility of recruitment off Ten Hag's hands. Let him coach. I'm not in favour of sacking him. I think Ratcliffe has to come in, the new department has to come in and Ten Hag from last season alone of limited resources and the signs were there. You can't say they weren't. Mm-hmm. Give him until the end of the season, at least, because he now only has one game a week. So he now has time. Yes, yeah. So what I, the way I see it now is if that team don't have a distinct way of playing and you don't By look at them, end. if you don't look at them and know what you're going to get from them, by the end of this season, then I'm saying no excuse because now they have five sessions a week to literally hone in on the style of play, how they're going to play and develop a play.
0: The one aspect of Ten Hag that's, that he cannot hide from is his signings.
1: No, and they, that's another thing.
0: They are, I, I, I read the list. They're bad. I read the list. Going from not just his permanent signings such as Anthony... Even the likes of going from Mount...
1: When it comes to Man United, I take the price tag out of the equation. You have to. With you United, have to. It's, it's It's inflated
0: It doesn't matter. The anymore. price doesn't matter anymore. But and it's the players look at the themselves. Players.
1: Players. And it's the profiles. Go, uh,
0: Jamie, fucking go back to some of his loans. Go back to Wakehurst. Go back to Sabitzer. Go back to these type of loan players that are just, even on right now, they're... Just messy, not not even fitting what, what the Ajax style he played. Just so poor. That's where he cannot hide. That's where if someone, do, if when, when Ratcliffe does come in, the supporting department has got to be on ball and they have got to have the power. They've got to have the power. Yeah. Remember, we can't, or, or remember, United cannot... do any activity this January because of the spend that has been wasted on players such as Anthony Mount and you could even argue on Anna right now in the back past few windows
1: I looked out at the game on Tuesday and
0: what I thought, did you think of I, Tuesday? I
1: thought to myself Hoyland is getting bullied and I have sympathy for Hoyland he shouldn't be starting every week and I was looking at Mason Mount not even in the squad injured for the third time this season. That is a total of 130 million. And I looked at the 105 million Harry Kane on the pitch for Bayern. Mm. And I said, why was that money just not put at Harry Kane? He was he was ready-made Man United striker. He is a Man United striker
0: a decade ago. He'd be at United
1: yeah oh, no doubt about it
0: Van Persie signing it's the same thing
1: that's where it all gets and if United had anything about them they would have wiped that Byron side away because they were walking around all traffic. Uh, I was Byron at, didn't I couldn't believe shit. it I couldn't believe it Byron were walking around the pitch and they didn't even they weren't even struggling with defending United no they were just they were just passing the ball around United had a couple of bright moments at the start where like oh they look up for it at least Byron, all that had to do was take a bit of zip out of the game, slow it down, Kane dropped into the pockets, dictated the play. He was even getting back and defending. And I and I was look, then I was looking at Hoyland getting bullied by Oop McCann, who I have seen spun at World Cups. And who's the other guy? Kim Minjai, who has not lit the league of lights since he's joined them. No. So I had I've I watched the game and I was very much of the opinion again of this doesn't matter. Sort of thing. I just, if I if I was a United fan looking at that and the Old Trafford crowd reflected this, it was so uninspiring. That was the word I had for it. If I was to sum the whole United performance up, uninspiring. Showed nothing. Even if there was a couple of hard tackles and a couple of bursts down the channel, did they ever look like doing anything? They're so bad going forward. They're so bad defending. They're so bad at everything, from top to bottom. Dreadful.
0: I have to address this
1: as well. And in terms of the game this weekend...
0: Oh, I'll I come to there, but I have to, before we go to there, I have to address... I mean, obviously with Ten Hagen under so much pressure, if he does go, I think it is quite clear from Mapport who will be the manager... I don't know about that now. Well, That's all I can speak of is is what the day I'm speaking on today. And I
1: that. think it makes sense. I think I understand where the links come from. We're talking about Graham Potter yeah. here, by the way. Um, nice they held, went, they held went, talks with him before. They went for Nice, and Radcliffe, Radcliffe obviously owns Radcliffe Radcliffe Nice. Radcliffe likes him, Radcliffe knows him. I don't think he would appoint him. The only reason he would appoint him is because if they sack Ten Hag, that's another 16 million in compensation they have to pay to a manager. Financial fair play comes into play again and they won't have money to go and buy another manager out of a contract. So they'd have to go for a manager who's out of the job. And the only manager that's out of the job that would appeal to them, I imagine, is Graham Potter or Julian Lopetegui. And I think from what I've heard, Ratcliffe is going for a British core at the club. So that's where Graham Potter makes sense, but I don't think.
0: But again, I I, I go back to the issues at Chelsea, and I'm Graham trans- Potter hasn't the personality for a big forget club. person.
1: He had there's no evidence. There's but I no, I don't want to judge no
0: evidence. I don't want to judge a manager
1: of Chelsea either. But Patino's not a bad manager, but
0: he's only there now. Give him a second. He's nearly there as long as Potter was. Yeah, but Chelsea have had amazing managers. And they all In the end They've all got sacked
1: Yeah but I'm talking about The Bowley era here Yeah I'm not judging I'm not judging Any manager I'm nearly going As far as saying I'm not sure if I'd even Judge a player In Bowley's regime To be honest That's a Fucking disaster Of a club
0: But I'm I'm talking Right okay I'm talking about Potter was
1: incredible At Brighton
0: I still have to only think About the The evidence we have To go on The evidence we have To go on is a Brighton Really really good At Brighton Really really good Remember he he developed all them players so deserve
1: he De Zerby, so De could come take them and fly with them at Chelsea
0: mess okay that's it but that's that's the current state in terms of it is it is at this moment fourteenth of December Graham Potter if if anything was to happen Ten Hag it is Graham Potter that is looking in the hot seat and for a job as big as Manchester United I don't think personality he has wise it in. he doesn't look like he has I don't it, think he has it in. but going forward to Sunday half four at Anfield I mean. It's a great chance for Liverpool to extend their lead. How 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 bad can it get before it's... First of all, do you think a result is bad enough for Ten Hag to get the
1: sack after this game? No, because I don't think there's anyone in a job that can sack him. Mm. That's the only reason that there's I no think he's there. safe right now. But I think Liverpool should win that game by at least three. Yeah. If they come to that game with any sort of...
0: I think it will be more.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be an embarrassing day, yeah, for
0: Man United. I think another one.
1: And I don't think there'll be anywhere for them to hide after that. Players.: The players manager upstairs, downstairs, fucking all over, nowhere yeah. to hide after that, because they're out of the carabao, they've not had they've had one convincing win in the league, rock bottom of the Champions League group. There's nowhere to hide anymore after that game because that'll just... you've We've seen it every year with United. That's, it'll just implode. It'll be disaster for them.
0: Of course, a win for Liverpool will remain top of the league for that weekend. But two home games for Man City and Arsenal. They need to win them yep. to to keep up with Liverpool right now. City at home to Palace, Arsenal at home to Brighton. Do you think any there's, there's any banana skin there for them?
1: No, I don't think so. I think they'll find that comfortable enough City should and will, I think. Beat Palace. Beat Palace pretty convincingly at home. They mightn't have Haaland, but they still have plenty of goals. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Arsenal, Arsenal coming off a loss. Brighton, uh, they haven't impressed me a lot this season. No, They don't look the same Brighton in front of goal. So I think at the Emirates... I think Arsenal will find that, will be okay. How, I think how damaging them. would drop points be for either team?
0: Because they're,
1: they're one of those, it's that yeah, fixture where... It'll sicken them. If it, if points are dropped there, it'll sicken them, especially because it's a guaranteed W for Liverpool as well. Yeah. So they need to, they need to keep on Liverpool's tails because you don't want to give that Liverpool side breeding space. No, absolutely not. Because they feel like the kind of team that with a bit of breeding space, they'll just keep going, keep going, keep going.
0: Villa with... Fantastic record at the minute. They're
1: yeah. Facing a tricky enough. Away I think game. this is. I think this is a massive, massive test for them because yeah. I have not. They have not been as good away from home as they have been at home no. at all. No. And Brentford at home have been good. Yeah. Now Brentford, I've said it in the last episode. Without Embuemo, I don't think they carry a lot out. of threat. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they carry a lot of threat without them. Yeah. So if Villa stay compact, don't give away any silly chances. Play their game; they should be okay as well. And another one is it's a tricky one for Spurs as well. Yeah, they're away. Um, and far showing shown a bit of fight in the last game, at least. It looks like that's it, what it, kept it, Cooper <coughs> in the job was that the the chairman seen the fans and, was convinced, and the players was convinced that the players and the supporters back him and play for him based off of the performance against Wolves the weekend. So I think I think Spurs coming off the back of that good win do you think they'll still win that as there'll, there'll be confidence in there yeah Richardson's back amongst the goals they've got they've got a good forward line young players that have Richardison's back in the goals Son leads by example Johnson going back to his old club surely there'll be a bit of bit of bite about him as well Kulisevski in the 10 looks brilliant yeah so I think they'll have too much Forrest's defence can be poor at mm. times so I think if they move the ball fast like they're capable of doing and keep being inventive and creative around the box I think they'll have too much for Forrest and I don't think Forrest have a lot going forward without Awanee as well. I want to really But talk. Alanga on that high line could, yeah, be, could, could be there's, there's, there's
0: possibilities there for Gibbs Forrest. White,
1: if Gibbs White's on his game and he can ping a few balls in behind Forrest could get a bit of joy. There's, there's definitely like, there's by no means It's a good way to kick off that weekend.
0: Really really good it's Friday Night Football as well as yeah. back. Under the lights,
1: you never know. Never, never know.
0: know. I really want to talk about this. I want to talk about Newcastle. Obviously crashing out of Champions League. So in terms of the league, that's a plus for yeah. them going forward because they want to try and qualify next year. What is their ceiling? Like what is Newcastle? Yeah. How 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 obviously they've a few injuries, but they will
1: be coming back. How how good can they get to this season? Before before I talk about Newcastle's ceiling and their capabilities, I just want to pose a question to you. I think Eddie Howe has done a phenomenal job at that club. Hmm. He has... They're well, well ahead of where they envisage themselves to be. They've recruited smartly. He has a way of playing. All the players buy into it. But do you think that Eddie Howe can only take them so far? Do you think Eddie Howe is the guy that will take that whole club? Because they obviously have a vision for Newcastle to be fighting for titles every season and constantly in the Champions League and going far in the Champions League. Of course they want that. With the money they'll be spending. But do you think that Eddie Howe is just laying the foundations for someone else to come and drive them forward? And if so, who do you think would be a good fit for that Newcastle team?
0: No, without a doubt. uh, Look, Eddie Howe is not going to win Newcastle in the Premier League. Eddie Howe is not going to win Newcastle the Premier League. He's not going to win them much. He's doing an amazing job at what he's doing right now, which is taking them from the Mike Ashley era of down in the dumps, not working for each other, septic organization to they needed someone like Eddie Howe because they had basically, you know, it was it was it was a, a state owned. It's it, they were state bought, which is quite a cold feeling. You know, a kind of a huge influx of money. You're not the wealthiest team in the world. A lot of kind of eyes looking at you. There's a, there's
1: danger that the soul can be dragged out of the club.
0: Without a doubt. So whoever's, whoever's decision was to appoint someone like Eddie Howe, phenomenal because, and the recruitment process as well as, as tied into Eddie Howe's philosophy because they, they are a family. One of the biggest families in the league. They're they're so united at, up at Newcastle with the fans, the players, the manager. Like even seeing, I know they lost the game, but Joe Linton opened the scoring. Fantastic goal against AC Milan and Joe Linton ran straight for Eddie Howe to celebrate. It, it, it is exceptionally that way, but to get to winning leagues, I don't know about everyone else listening. When I see Newcastle, which they will one day, they have the resources, win the Premier League. Eddie Howe will not be in the dugout. It will be some super manager or some up and coming like a deserve or if Deserbi can stay on that trend. That's who it's going to be it won't be Eddie Howe, it'll be a potch, it'll be a, you know, those type of managers. Yeah. That's, that's the way, that's the way it always is. It's, it's rarely the manager that builds the foundations. I mean, there's very few, Ferguson is one. Ferguson had that, how do you describe it? He had that no shit that Eddie Howe just doesn't, mm. to me.
1: Yeah. Eddie How it, it's Howe, hard to explain. Eddie Howe is like the, the behind the scenes, the tactician, he's the, Whereas it's like Tyndall is the outgoing, in your face, yeah, conf- confrontational type. Hmm. They, they they core well. They, they core well But together. you, you, they behave like Tyndall is the
0: manager, and how is the assistant? Yeah, at times, yeah, that's the way it can look. But look. I don't know what you think. I um, there's no way Eddie Howe is going to be the manager of Newcastle when they lift the Premier League or a Champions League trophy. That's <laughs> and it's a long way away. So there's not. Yeah. I'm not saying Eddie Howe is out of a job, but there's no way in hell he, he in any of my apparitions he is he is lifting any Premier League trophy. I still think Newcastle need another
1: two seasons though, because but, but their can squad I, can
0: I, still isn't strong enough. Th- I was just going to say, can I go back? I'm here saying Eddie Howe is not going to lift the Premier League. Loads of that certain eleven won't. Like yeah, and I when I, think, well. when I think of Premier League trophy I'm not looking at Miggy Almeron on the right side. When you side. go through
1: that Newcastle team, who are the players right now? Oh, there's very there's very few Jamie, there's very few like There
0: is, that's the a, Wilson is not one. No. He's not going to be a starting striker. He, uh, I mean Isaac maybe. When I look if through he, that he, Newcastle he, team, it's there's Bruno only, Gemarish, there's only three players.
1: Bruno Guimarães, Kieran Trippier, Botman. But by then Trippier could be washed. What is he now, 29? 30? Tri- Trippier's in his 30s. Yeah. If when so. I look when I think of Newcastle and I look at their team now, the players that I envisage and this is if they're not got gotten, big big yeah. moves. I mean Because there comes a time where them players being signed young and hungry hmm. and they'll only they'll only last a few seasons before they're saying, Okay, we know this is a long term project, but yeah. You we, think that Bruno to is right not gonna get Bruno could move in the summer to you a know,
0: big club. You think, you think a Barca doesn't come in? You think a Barca, you think of a... I do think he's quite loyal
1: to Newcastle. So though, do I, he seems that way.
0: But Jesus... Like, like if Man
1: City around. come in for Bruno Guimaraes, why would Bruno Guimaraes well, say no? A, here's a strange one. But, I mean, well, here's but a before, strange. before you move on, I just want to say the three players I think yeah. right now are at that level that Newcastle are looking to go to. Yeah, It's... Sven Botman... Yeah. Bruno Guimaraes yeah. and Alexander Isaac yeah they're right. the only three players good thing about that those three players though it is a spine that's
0: the one thing it is a spine but and maybe Anthony Gordon actually he, he, could, really he could be a mm.
1: but he could even be a squad player by then
0: No, oh, completely but Joel Linton I still think could be there a squad player I think he's really good uh, I really like Joel I, I mean as
1: a squad player but still playing a significant part I don't think Joel Linton is going to be playing a significant part oh, in a title win indeed.
0: Yeah, no, probably no, probably not. But th- that, that's what I was going to... I mean, just because I'm saying Eddie Howe isn't... So is that lot on Newcastle squad. But it'll be very hard to keep... Because it is Newcastle and they are a long-term project. It'll be very hard to keep them if a big super club comes yeah. in. No matter what, because everyone can pay money. money. All those big clubs have the capacity to pay a lot of money. So I, I think it's difficult but here's, a, here's kind of an unpopular opinion and I think it's starting to shift that Man City as a, as a club is not like is, re, is not now this safe haven anymore of where players really want to go to win and uh, Calvin Phillips is a great example of that it's not always grasses and always greener I think Declan Rice transfer shows exactly that a player like Declan Rice who can have such an impact on so many clubs if I was them I'm not but if I was them I would definitely go to an Arsenal a Liverpool a, you know these sort of clubs because There's more reward There's much, more reward much, much more reward I'm going to give a few reasons yeah. The impact the praise everything that De- Declan Rice is getting and he's playing the exact same way he played at West Ham he's playing he's within himself he's, he is Declan Rice still yeah. Whereas you go to Man City, you are a cog in that wheel
1: I of, of yeah, Pep. You I are seen, in a Pep wheel. i seen during the week a compilation of Jack Grealish at Aston Villa. At Aston Villa and Jack Grealish at Man City. Oh, like, oh my hideous, God.
0: Hideous.
1: I, Jack I Grealish, loved Jack Grealish. I used to sit down on my couch every weekend and I'd watch Aston Villa because Jack Grealish was playing. He was phenomenal. He was my favourite player in the league. Yeah. I loved watching him. He was... If Aston Villa were essentially a one-man attack. They were one It was just Jack Grealish getting the ball and... Driving them forward. Driving them forward. But, but, getting big goals, big assists, winning that's, fouls. That's what I mean. A young...
0: Like a player like Bruno Guimara... Whereas we're you watch about.
1: Grealish now... And He's... He's boring. He's not the Grealish he was at Villa. He's so... Computerised. He's so monotonous. within... Him, not, he's so... You within know, within yeah. himself. He's not expressing himself it's like he's afraid to express himself he's so focused on playing that machine that Man City are and afraid to make a mistake but the other thing is City have done everything yeah City have done everything so you
0: go there you're not doing anything more if you even do that and that has to drop off too another thing Pep is not hanging around forever no he's not I'd
1: give Pep Pep another two two seasons max without
0: a doubt he does two more seasons he will not be there in 2025 season He won't be no pep will not be there it's already the longest he's ever been at a club at a club so he 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 he'll go and conquer another european league he might i, I think he he might even call
1: it a day go to spain
0: go or, to go, yeah, like, coach go to spain Sp- national the national team because so,
1: without a doubt he's already done a lot and that's taken a toll on him I it see. has so
0: i mean he does seem like the type of manager that when he's in the job he is obsessed with and it is is everything so it takes a toll too so i i think city is not the Value proposition it used to be No Because they've done everything Pep is coming towards the end And you just get far much more reward Going to a, an Arsenal-Liverpool-United Or Chelsea-Spurs yeah. and, and being that guy rather that drags than, them. Rather than part of a conveyor belt Of players doing jobs Yeah Because at City you do a job You're not Declan Rice the player You're not Soppa the player You know yeah, You're not yeah, this yeah. expression player You are doing a job and that's that's why I think the pull is to go elsewhere rather than Man City, which is I think really, really signified by the Declan Rice transfer. He yeah. chose he chose Man City. Or sorry, he chose Arsenal. Um a really, really interesting game, just moving on to the last to the last few kind of topics. Bournemouth at home to Luton. Yeah. Luton have been fighting hard. Now I know it's tougher them because they're
1: gonna yeah. go away from home. Bournemouth have been one of the most informed teams in the league. I've been so impressed with Bournemouth these last few weeks. Yeah. Um they really bought into Iriola's style and credit to Iriola again another manager that has his way of playing stuck by it he had some damaging results at the start of the season at the start of the season and he didn't back down he believed in what the way he was playing he knew it'd click eventually and now it's clicking and the players are reaping the rewards because they're playing really well playing playing
0: really well and and like you just, it's epitomized by their performance at, at Old Trafford. They yeah. were everything United weren't. They, they were. Unison. They sat in
1: when they had to, but when Do they you know had what to, they were. Pounce. Do you know what they were? They,
0: pounced. they were street smart. Yeah. They were street smart. They were clever. Like, I'm not going back to Man United. Know, I'm sick of them, but they were dumb. They're dumb in every game they play. They're, they're the opposite of street smart. They're, yeah. It's like they've been let out of their house for the first fucking time. They are stupid. They're like letting a dog loose they in the They are stupid. I've even watched United at Paris this season where they're winning by one goal. Last few, The last team is pushing on them the last five minutes and Bruno's going for hero ball. Holy Ma- Hail Mary's. Mm-hmm. Quarterback throws. And you just think he's the guy's captain. I'm not going to hate, hate on anyone. You are stupid. <laughs> so United are just stupid. So, But Bournemouth, are they were clever. That's all they yeah. had to be. They nicked their goal because they knew United to sleep at the start of the game. They sat in and they pounced at the end. When they knew they'd be open. Because United were going for it. Simple. Game is simple. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to United I can't. I don't have the head for
1: it. No, Bor- Bournemouth are a really good now. not it? We'll just we'll keep it on Bournemouth. I'm gonna um, move on to the picks. Interesting, because this, this week It's a
0: tough, do you know, what, it's a tough week. I'm coming off a perfect record.
1: Yeah. I was three, three from three, for last, three week.
0: last week. And it, it was definitely a tough week. I think you're gonna hit obviously Jamie never knows
1: what I pick. Um I'm gonna see what you think of these now. I, I, I'm gonna <coughs> guess that you haven't chose Liverpool because I'd imagine i imagine Liverpool the o- the odds of Liverpool beating United it's not even worth your time.
0: Liverpool waste time. Liverpool's a waste of time. I, I I think we both think Liverpool are gonna win that game.
1: I think it'd be No, no, I think United. Yeah, are
0: <laughs> a couple of goals anyways, United are used to scoring those Hoyland's clean going, sheet united. Hoyland's well. gonna
1: break that. <laughs> united,
0: united are keeping a clean sheet as well. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not bothering with Liverpool. I mean that's a that's a dead cert. I'm not I'm no interest there. I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with backing Spurs to beat Nottingham Forest.
1: Yeah and, okay.
0: and Steve Cooper unfortunately, we'll get the sack after that game. This is going to be Steve Cooper's last game in charge. He's going to do the lap of of, of the stadium after the game and the lose, clapping the fans. Fans are going to clap him back. I can see it as clear as day. Spurs are going to win that game. It's going to be a catastrophe for Forrest and Cooper is, is going to have his last game in charge. Stamming. that's No, I like I called it with um, Sheffield, yeah. hiking bottom. I said, Burnley are going to go there. They're going to whoop Sheffield. They beat them 5-0 said Heck and Bottom was getting sacked on some Monday, which he did. I think the same as Steve Cooper here, so uh that's what I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with there. Yeah. Number two. I'm gonna keep my last pick to the end. Right. <coughs> and it's this it's this middle one. I'm 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 kind of torn between two different games. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with laying, basically laying Newcastle. So batting on Newcastle not to win at St James's Park. I think Fulham have been really good. I've bet on Fulham a bit recently. And
1: they're I've, coming off
0: they're coming off the back of two wins. Yeah, I I think I think it might be too much to ask for them to win that game. I think a draw is a good one. So I'd lay Newcastle, which is basically betting on Newcastle not to win. So if it's a draw, you're all good. So I think... I still think St. James is going I think ta-
1: St. James get them over the... Wi- but Jamie, I thought time. the
0: same midweek. I mean, I thought that ACM side is nothing special. Newcastle are knackered. I know. Right? I'm going to tell... Ta- but there's I- a lot
1: more riding on that game than this.
0: One. Completely. Exactly my point. They were absolutely... They couldn't have went better for Newcastle. They started out of the blocks. Newcastle were brilliant. Brilliant. Joel Linton got the goal. They went 1-0 up. The crowd was bouncing. And they died a shite. And AC Milan picked them off. That's, I, I really think they don't have the energy to, to go and compete properly at the minute. They need a rest. They really, really need a rest. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go and play a Newcastle here.
1: And my last one. You have a smile on your face. I don't like when you know you're, where I'm going. I don't going. like when you're grinning at me. You're gonna say Brighton. are gonna be Arsenal. I'm saying Burnley. Oh my fucking god! I'm but saying Burnley. I'm saying Burnley.
0: Hosting Everton. I'm saying Burnley. At the form Everton are in, and the form Everton are in. Three wins on the trot. Three wins on the trot. Going to Turf Moor. Oh yeah, that fortress. Yeah, I'm. Um, I like Burnley again. I would probably lay. Do it. you? Do you like Burnley? I really like Burnley. I, you know, again, I'm probably going to say lay Everton. So if it's a it's a draw, is very. So you don't there. really believe in them. No, I don't really does. believe. I think they're going to get a point there. If not three, if not three, I, I like Burnley. I yeah. go with Burnley. Um, I like the way they play. I really do. I would only, take. But, 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 I would but, take the way Everton play football. Do, do you know what? But, do, do you know what, what? The only question again, I go with, and it's the point I made about Bournemouth and United is Everton are more street smart than Burnley. Everything are, are better than Burnley there's no, there's no everything
1: are more street, street <laughs> smart than Burnley no, no, no. Everything are better than Burnley Everything are better than Burnley
0: Everything are not going
1: to f- Last Ever, episode Ever, uh, Last episode We just praised Sean Dyche well, to Everton the hills yeah, 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 And now you think he's going yeah, to lose yeah, To Everton. company
0: yeah, Everton are not going three, and Four on the trot With wins in the Barclays why That's God, not going to happen Why that not That's not going to happen not going to It doesn't happen Sean Dyche four wins in the trot In the Barclays The fucking Mars will crash into earth Before that happens Burnley you're not going to let that happen. I think Burnley going, going to play be some left egg on your your there. No, 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 no. They're risky picks, but I like them. And I let the I let the public do what they want to do with that. They win a lot okay. of money if they go with my picks this week, by the way. And they would
1: have won three from three last week. I'm not sure if they'd win a lot this week. Now, to be huge honest, huge amount. I don't think so. I think I last. I think last week was your was your peak. I don't I think, think going downhill. Now. I don't think you're going to reach the same heights this week.
0: What we're going to do now? We're going to go through the rest of the games and see what we're thinking. Right. So yeah. I'm going to have a quick fire you. Bournemouth at home to Luton. Um, Bournemouth win you think yeah Bournemouth win yeah I think Bournemouth are going to get it as well. I think they're great uh, Chelsea at home at Stamford Bridge Sheffield United Oof. Hmm. Oof. I'm taking it I take it at Chelsea I think Athlone Town could beat Sheffield they just won the last game they did win the last game but they were at home
1: Chelsea are pretty bad Chelsea are pretty bad Chelsea match the opposition I'm going to we've said I'm that, gonna that all. See, I'm going to say Chelsea Nick. now I think at Stamford Bridge Chelsea should yeah, win yeah i on. going to say Chelsea nick this so if they don't I'll say Chelsea but I'm telling you I don't think that's going to be as straightforward right. as people think City at home to Palace City win
0: Newcastle at home to Fulham
1: um, I'm going to go with Newcastle
0: I have that as a draw
1: Burnley at home to Everton Everton win I have that as a Burnley win I know you do Arsenal at home to Brighton I think Arsenal will have enough to win that game I think they'll think I think I
0: like a draw, but okay, I'm going to lean towards just Arsenal. Brentford at home to Aston
1: Villa. I think this is a big test for Villa, actually. Mm -hmm. If they can keep up their home form and translate it to away form. So I'm going to back them.
0: I'm backing them as well to do that. I'm going to to say Villa will win. Yeah, I'm backing them to do that as well. I have West Ham at home to Wolves.
1: That game feels like a draw to me.
0: I have a Wolves win here. Do you? Yeah, I like Wolves. I think West,
1: West Ham, Ham won 2-0 this evening, I believe. Right. In the Europa. Europa League at home. Okay. So they seem to have recovered from whatever illness they were suffering with. Yeah, okay. So, um. Well, mm, I'm going to go with, I'm not going to be boring with a draw. I'm going to say West Ham win. are going to win. I think we both know where
0: we stand on the on the main Yeah.
1: time shown. That's a Liverpool win That's by at Liverpool. least three. I mean, I'm going in at least opinion. four. That has to be. Are you yeah. keeping up your Eric Ten Hag sacked after that game? Is that a prediction I don't you're think, making? I
0: told you, I don't think Eric Ten Hag's going to get sacked. No, again. I don't either. I really don't. But I, I do I, think... I fully agree with your point that there's actually nobody to sack him.
1: Yeah. I do think, though, Man United will leave Anfield in after bad, yeah. no, I agree. conceding at least three goals. Yeah, I agree. I agree of an exciting weekend all big the same one. no it's a big one and there's, lot, there's lots of
0: we're, Potent- we're, there's a lot of
1: potential talking points there's an
0: awful lot I think next I think next Monday is going to be a big one it's a big yeah. show that's so why definitely yeah. guys come back next Monday but thanks very much for listening again today, these guys but um, enjoy your weekend
1: enjoy your weekend guys thanks